Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. This episode is sponsored by The Art of Pinning, a self-paced Pinterest class for wedding and lifestyle photographers. If you are having a hard time driving traffic into your website or SEO is overwhelming you or the people that are visiting your website are not the kind of visitors, aka they're not converting into clients, then this class is for you. You can find more information at www.thetalkrepublic.com forward slash Pinterest or just follow the link in the notes. Now, enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I'm Carolina Gusik, your host, and today this is a solo episode. Uh, as the title says, these are a couple of marketing and business lessons that I learned after having a fantastic uh, dinner date. And I wanted to chat about this because in every interaction that we have with a brand, there is plenty of learning opportunities for our own business. So I wanted to talk about this and hopefully shine some light in aspects of your business that perhaps you um, are not paying attention and you haven't thought about it or what have you. So the story begins with me and my husband going on our yearly um, anniversary trip. Uh, I love doing this. It's a tradition that we have had since, you know, our honeymoon. And I just love it. And I also think that we should give things to ourselves. So whatever that is, whatever you really enjoy or whatever you really are looking forward to have, uh, go for it, friend. Like celebrate everything in your life. Um, and if that celebration comes with a trip, absolutely even better. So during our trip, my husband always likes to take me on a fancy date and for him this is like the way to show you know to show love and also to enjoy the vacation and he loves 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 visiting uh, Michelin stars restaurants that is like his thing every city that we have visited we have gone to one of these restaurants and it's an experience and I really appreciate that you know that we get to to do that so this time around we went to a Michelin star inside a Four Seasons and there were so many things to learn about this experience that I just really wanted to record this podcast. So the first thing is to be about it. Uh, what do I mean by that? Uh, as soon as you walk into the Four Seasons, right? And this has nothing to do with being a luxury photographer. I'm and just using my own experience and you can take what I'm talking about and use it or as any kind of like vibe that you want for your business, right? So as soon as you walk into the Four Seasons, you immediately feel luxury. Uh, everything is perfection. All the things are curated immaculate from like the uniforms that, you know, that they're, the people that work there use to literally the smell of the place. Everything is perfection. And this was uh, really, really good to notice because this leads me to understand that when somebody 
come across my brand, the experience starts right there. The experience doesn't start when I photograph their wedding or when I photograph their family session. The experience starts the moment they interact with my brand for the first time, whether that is through Instagram or my website, or maybe when they meet me at a networking event. So what is my brand communicating to the people? right? What is your brand communicating to the people? And this is something that we really need to think about because sometimes we overlook so many things. We're like, oh, nobody's paying attention, whatever. I'm just going to post this photo and I don't feel like writing a good caption. So I'm just going to throw a whatever quote in there and call it a day. And we all have had those days, but this is really important that we start being more intentional. What kind of brand do you want people to remember you? What kind of experience do you want future clients to have when they come across your business? This is really important because this is going to dictate how you curate those images. This is going to help you with the copy of your website, the copy of your captions. This is going to help you how you show up to networking events, literally from the way that you dress to the way that you interact. So be about it. If you want to be uh, a photographer that is recognized by having a brand that is really joyful and playful, then your photos have to be joyful and playful. Your copy has to be joyful and playful. Your personality has to be joyful and playful. If you want to be super editorial, the same thing. When people see you literally on the street, they have to be like, ah, oh, like just, just their vibe is editorial. Like I love everything about it. So make sure that you are representing that vibe that you want your brand to be about. Be about it. Just like the Four Seasons, even if you know nothing about the Four Seasons. Let's say that you're just walking down the street and you need to go inside to get directions. The minute that you step into that place, everything changed. Like one minute you're on the street and it's like a normal city and then you step into the Four Seasons and it's like, wow. Even if you don't know the name of the place, you're like, the vibe is luxury. The vibe is elegant. The vibe is, you know, good money. So make sure that people have the same, the same reaction when they interact with your brand. Whatever that means to you, right? This is not only about being a luxury photographer, right? No, this is about whatever kind of photography vibe you want to have for your business. Make sure that people experience that the moment they interact with you for the first time. You don't wait until you book the client. You don't wait until you show up to their wedding because if you're doing that, you're really missing out and not only missing out, but you're really doing a disservice to you and to your business, okay? Now, so we got to the Four Seasons and as I said, we walked through the lobby and everybody is super nice and they're like, hi, how are you? And we're like, oh, we'll have a reservation. And they're like, oh, let us let, let us walk you through the restaurant. They didn't say like, oh, make a ride and then left and then go down the stairs and you'll find the restaurant. No, like somebody like a concierge came and walked with us and he was super nice and he was asking us questions about our vacation, making us feel super, super good. 
once we got to the restaurant, uh, obviously we got greeted by the hostess and they knew everything about us. Like obviously before or during the reservation uh, that my husband did prior, like months before, they asked about, you know, the things that we love, our food allergies, all that. So they knew all that in advance. And this leads me to the next point. You have to ask questions. You have to ask questions to your clients. You have to ask them what's important to them, what do they like. Not all clients are the same, even if you have the same, um, the vibe, right? Let's say the vibe of your business is super fun and super colorful and all your photos are like super candid, that is good, right? That's kind of like the vibe. But not every client that hires you is probably going to be an extrovert. You might have clients that are an introvert. You might have clients that take a little bit longer to warm up to the camera. You might have clients that don't want to do any public display of affection and that is okay. So once you ask those questions and once you understand what your client is, you can guide them to have an experience that is fun for them and that the result is going to be fun and candid photos, but getting there is going to be completely different with each client, right? The same way as us having this dinner, yes, everybody was having the same menu, but they took the time to ask for our dietary dietary restrictions. They took time to ask us for what was our favorite wine before we even got there. So once the server, you know, approached the table, he had information, right? He knew many, many things about us. And I was actually kind of like surprised of how many things they knew because again, I didn't do the reservation was my husband. So obviously he knew the questions that were asked, but I had no idea. So that is good for business, right? Ask those questions so you can empathize with clients, so you can guide them in a way that is comfortable for them, but that the result is going to speak about what your brand is. And this is what I see a lot of photographers just being like, oh, I'm just super extroverted and my photos are super candid and colorful. So like everybody wants the same experience. No, they might want the same results, but the experience is probably going to be different for each client, okay? So don't assume things, ask questions, listen, and then with your expertise, you deliver what the client is expecting, okay? Oh, and actually, I can tell you uh, a little, like a little side story. Many, many years ago, I photographed this couple. And before that, I wasn't asking questions. So when we showed up to the session, I had a lot of assumptions. And this couple didn't want to do any public display of affection, zero. Like she even had a hard time holding hands in public. And right in that moment, I had to make a choice. I'm like, either I'm going to push forward with the way that I am, right? With the way that I'm like, no, 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 we're going to hold, we're going to do kisses, it's going to be super fun and make her extremely uncomfortable. Or I can listen and pivot and make sure that she's comfortable. And once she's comfortable, then, you know, we can, you know, reassess the situation. Anyways, long story short, I listened to what she wanted. I put aside the idea that I had in my mind and I created a family uh, uh, engagement session that they loved the results and they loved their photos because, you know, they had seen my portfolio, but also 
for me to get to the end result, I had to take a little bit longer to gain her trust and to understand what she wanted. So this was just like a little side note uh, for you to, you know, to give you like a, like a more direct description of what I'm talking about. But once again, ask questions because not every client is the same as your previous client. They might want the similar results, right? They might want the beautiful photos, the colorful, the playful, the luxury images, the editorial images, but getting there is going to be a different journey. So ask those questions. Friend, this is a short podcast intermission to remind you that every month I am uploading actionable short tutorials about SEO, blogging, content creation, website reviews, and much more on my Patreon. Each tutorial has a very specific goal to help you level up an aspect of your business. You can access these tutorials at any time and as many times as you need to. In addition, each month I am also hosting a live call where you can ask any questions regarding your business or marketing strategies. This is like having a tiny coaching call with me. You can currently access over 50 tutorials for only $10 a month. Join today. I have a direct link on the notes of this episode for you to check it out. Now back to the episode. When we received our, when they presented the menu at this restaurant, it was impeccable and it was a very small menu. It had only about six items on it and it was really easy to read. So this leads me to the same next point, which is like when you are presenting your pricing to your clients, how are you doing so? Are you giving them a huge PDF that has all kinds of information, all kinds of articles, the frequent asked questions, the what to wear, the what ifs. Oh my God, that is a lot. That is almost like going and having lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. Don't get me wrong. I love me a good lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. The bread, delicious. However, that menu, have you seen the menu at the Cheesecake Factory? That place has, it's like a Bible. It has like 50 pages with like 100 items on each page. It is impossible to read. Like, it's so overwhelming that I've been to the Cheesecake Factory a handful of times and every single time I order exactly the same thing because just that menu overwhelms me. I'm like, I don't even know what you have in here. I'm just going to have the salad because I don't even want to read this thing. So don't overwhelm your clients with massive PDFs of information. There is a place and a time for everything. There is a place and a time to share information and to get your client is in into the process. If you dump all this information on them, they are going to get really, really overwhelmed. So what happens when people are overwhelmed? First, if they're not your clients yet and they feel really overwhelmed, they might walk away. They're like, this is a lot. And as it is, we are overwhelmed with planning a wedding. And this is a lot. So you might be thinking that you're doing a service to them by providing a lot of information, when in reality, you're doing a disservice to them because you're overwhelming them and an overwhelmed client walks away. You don't want that. You don't want to lose money, right? Another thing that is important is uh, that people, you know, people don't need to consume all that information all at once. And again, this is what I say, uh, a discovery call is important to know what's important to them and how can you serve them. Once they become a client, maybe you can be like, hey, here are some guides for, you know, for you to have the best, you know, lighting at your wedding or for you to have the best getting ready photos. So you can start, you know, sharing that information little by little so the client 
gets, you know, actually consumes the information you've given them and actually make the choices that you want them to make, okay? So little by little. In this case, the menu at this restaurant was like very, you know, about six, eight items and that was it. So it was easy and it was not overwhelmed. Now, talking about the menu, I want you to be very clear because when I received the menu at the restaurant, uh, I went for what I thought was going to be a delicious piece of meat with some, you know, mashed potatoes or some like mushrooms. It sounded delicious. However, what I received was not what I read. I received, and I have to tell you this, a beef wellington. And what year are we in? Why are we serving Beef Wellington at a Michelin star restaurant? I'm sorry, I might sound like a snob, but like Beef Wellington is like my least favorite type of dish. It is like a steak with like a pastry on it. Absolutely not. Like that's not what I wanted. And that was not clear on the menu. On the menu, it didn't say this was a Beef Wellington. It said that it was a filet, blah, 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 blah. Now, how could you how could this relate to your business? Perhaps you are using the wrong words. Perhaps you're trying to be very poetic on your writing or you want to sound really fancy and something that should be really easy to describe, you're making it bigger or something that is not. And then somebody perhaps chooses that option, right? And then they get upset when what they thought they chose is not what they received. So I want you to be very clear, especially if you're presenting collections to your clients, what those collections are and what they really include. So if you include all the digital files, I want you to be clear on like they're edited. Are they unedited? Are they high resolution? Are they low resolution? Are they 40 files? Are they 80 files? Be extremely clear on what the collection includes because there is nothing worse than a client that thinks they're getting something and in return what they got is something else. They're going to be disappointed. They're going to be upset. They're going to leave you a bad review. We don't want that. We want to make sure that we manage expectations. We want to make sure that the client understands very clearly what they are receiving so they're not surprises on their end. I'm going to tell you something. When I saw that server bring out a pastry that he caught and then my filet was inside that pastry, I had to have made a face that was so, so, so disappointed and maybe even upset that the manager of the restaurant came to, like, I didn't say anything. Like, the guy caught my beef wellington and I just sat there, like, in disbelief. But I didn't want to say anything, right? I'm like, okay, it is what it is. I'm just going to eat my beef wellington and call it a day. But Clearly, my face was saying something else because the manager of the restaurant came to the table and he was like, hey, um, he addressed me by my name because they had my name. They're like, is everything okay? Uh, and I was like, well, now that you ask, I'm going to be honest and say no. This is not what I thought I had ordered. It wasn't clear on the menu that this was a beef wellington. And to be honest, I am disappointed. I didn't come all the way to Florence, Italy, to eat a beef wellington 
No. So <laughs> we don't want that for your clients. But this leads me to the next point, which is like, if by some, some, you know, unfortunate thing, you see that your client is dissatisfied, you need to ask questions. You need to ask what happened where the misunderstanding happened, and if possible, you should try to fix this. Hear me out. I am not saying that the client is right. It's always right. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like you need to understand where the person is coming from and see if you can address the situation, right? There is many times when we read stories on, you know, Facebook groups and we're like, oh, this is so uncomfortable to read and I feel bad for the photographer on the other end but at the same time this is something that could have been solved so easily if you had interfered at the right time if you had stopped for a second at the right moment and be like what's happening what can we make this better where is the disconnect let me explain myself let me hear you out and then we can move forward with a plan okay do not wait until the end because by then might be too late. It might be too late to fix it. So if you see that something is happening with your client, that you can read, you know, their body language, or you can read maybe a tone on an email, do not take this personal, but you do need to address it. I don't think that the manager at the first season was really concerned about my face, but he saw it and he's like, well, let me go and figure it out. He did try to solve it. But for me, I'm like, I'm like, it's okay. I'll just gonna eat my if willing, <laughs> no, this is not what I wanted. Um, so again, in your case as a photographer or in our case as a photographer, what can we do when we see this uh, disconnects? Um, I like to be extremely clear with my clients and I like to address things immediately. You don't have to be confrontational. You don't have to go in with an attitude, but I do believe that communication is really, really important and having that kind of like open dialogue, it's going to help you and it's going to elevate your brand and it's going to also save you many, many headaches. So make sure that you are always willing to listen and to adapt. Alrighty, what else do we have after this experience? Uh, well, the dessert was fantastic, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so there was that. So always make sure that, that again, that you are forward with, you know, with your clients, that you are making sure that whatever the vibe, whatever the energy of your brand you want to be, that that comes across easily, not that people have to figure it out because, again, Confused people or confused clients is going to lead to problems. We don't want that. We want people to be really clear. And also make sure that you don't overwhelm people, future clients or current clients with tons of information. We want to break this down. We want to take our time and we're going to start delivering those pieces of information at the right time. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this short episode. And just, you know, as an advice, do not... Do not eat, do not, do, do not order the beef wellington. Like it's 2023. We should not be serving that in any restaurant. Uh, guys, I hope you had a good week and I'll catch you soon with another episode. Until then, ciao. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. 
Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week. Thank you.